Greetings, and welcome to a special edition of the Loaded Cart Podcast. Join Paul, Daniel, and their occasional guests as they talk about the things that they love and hate about video games and the gaming industry. In this special edition, we talk about the Microsoft press conference from E3 2016. Yar, matey! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome once again to the Loaded Cart Podcast. It's E3 Microsoft Edition. I am Paul of What's While Playing Today, and with me, as always, is Dan, otherwise known as Chop the Viking. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, man? Um... I'm really fucking tired. <laughs> Is work kicking your ass? Uh, it's the lack of sleep, the consistent, like, I've gotten no downtime. Work is kicking my ass, and I've been watching the C3 co- coverage as soon as I walk in the door. Yeah. I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> the things you do for your podcast audience. Hey, I love E3. I love this time of year, but I also hate it because I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> Good thing we've got like a couple of months before the next one, right? What's the next one? Uh, QuakeCon. Oh, I don't care about that. No. <laughs> I, see, yes, I see how it is. I will care about QuakeCon. I'll be forced to care about QuakeCon because that's my job to care about QuakeCon. Yeah. I won't but... really care about QuakeCon. Shh, don't tell Dan. Okay, I won't. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Microsoft. So... First thing, right out the gate, Microsoft is like, look, we have a new console coming, and it's the, the Xbox, Xbox One S, S, because much like Apple, they use the same crap for every time. So it's yeah, a, uh, it's the slim version of the Xbox. It's actually considerably smaller. Like, it's oh, very much. 40% smaller, and that includes an internal power supply. Yeah. Like it's it's not a a brick, you know, half the size of the console that you know sits behind your console. About half, maybe a quarter the size of the console. It is definitely large, though. <laughs> I was slightly exaggerating, but yeah, uh, they also are finally upgrading the processor because they realized that you know Sony kind of spanked the shit out of them when it came oh, to uh, the the new the latest console generation. Um, it's an eight core processor. It can do 4K at 120 hertz, I think is what they were talking. Um, And it ties into this vague-ass thing they have, which is Project Scorpio, which I... It is, in in fact, a new console, not the Xbox Xbox One S. It is going to be a new one debuting next year at the holiday season next year. Because my understanding of it was and this is what happens like they were just vague as fucking shit about what exactly project scorpio was but my understanding is that project scorpio was microsoft's vr headset it is not no um it they, pairs they get, with your xbox one s negative they, they got to that way at the end but um i can get into it when we get yeah. to that point yeah. but they, they made a pretty big debut trailer for the uh, xbox one s which will be a new console yeah. uh, coming to the holiday season of next year yeah, actually it comes in august the Xbox mm-hmm. One. Xbox oh, sorry. One the, I'm talking about Project Scorpio. Okay, I was gonna say Xbox One S is two ninety nine and shows up in August. 
three hundred bucks for an Xbox One is actually, I mean, I won't say dirt cheap, but it's yeah. definitely cheaper than when they first debuted and when I paid for it. And I think they the the two ninety nine is actually I think a two terabyte hard drive, so it's it's a pretty big drive. Like it's significant considering it's bigger than the 500 gig hard drive you got in the xbox one yeah. i think it was 500 gigs i don't remember to be honest with you i had to end up buying a, a two like a, a three terabyte hard drive for 50 bucks which yeah. not a huge deal but you still get that on board storage yeah, yeah yeah uh and then from there after debuting the xbox one s they uh launched right into their a new thing that they're doing which is actually kind of awesome even though i don't have uh uh xbone and I don't really have any plans to buy one. You don't it's need the, one for it, though. I know, but it's the the Xbox Play Anywhere, which is the idea oh. is you you buy a game once, and you can play it on every system that you own. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you buy, I don't know, you, you know, you buy Halo or Forza or whatever, like, you can play it on your Xbox, you can play it on your PC. If it has an iPad version, you can play it on your iPad. Like, that's that's the concept, and they... They pimped the ever-loving shit out of this. Yeah, every game that came up in E3 was the Play Anywhere enabled or some shit. Yeah, but they were almost all like Xbox and Windows 10 exclusive. Like it was the the big thing at the beginning of every presentation was Xbox One exclusive and Windows 10. Yeah, yeah, so... (laughs) So they they immediately followed that up with the uh you know what I think they assumed was going to be their big you know punch people in the face moment which was showing off Gears of War four. Yeah, and I mean, okay, I guess. It, it, the the cool stuff is is that it is cross platform co op. So you know that, if, that was really cool. If if your friends are playing on their Xbone and you're you playing on PC, you can co-op together which is kind of cool and and that's actually something that after watching this and ubisoft like cross-platform co-op is like becoming a a thing now which is awesome because we were talking about this a little while ago and it's like Like a couple months ago we were just talking about this (laughs) we were just raging about how there's no there's no co-op anymore there's no one focusing on co-op well apparently they fucking listen you're welcome because like almost everything that they announced uh is all all has co-op stuff which is you know fucking awesome um they also at the so they announced that gears of war 4 is going to have a new horde mode which i'm assuming is you know like you know nazi zombies and call of duty where exactly what it sounds like yeah it's you you defend a, a point and just wave after wave after wave of stuff shows up until you die i will say one thing though is that when they when um oh gosh i can't remember her name uh laura bailey and the other presenter were playing there was no banter there's no one talking and it felt weird and unnatural yeah i mean they let the story play out but it just felt super weird that no one was saying a damn word yeah 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 mm. Um, Didn't like that. And then at the very, very end, they showed off a brand new, like, the weird controller. So it's apparently, more elite controller. Yeah, they have like an, an elite or an ultimate edition controllers, like that are, I guess, a little higher end than normal. And this was a Gears of War four themed one. And so, you know, so let me let me tell you about the elite controllers. Okay. So it, you know how a regular Xbox controller is uh, much like this it's got the d-pad on the front you know the, the sticks the th- triggers yeah. the uh the elite controller has paddles down here paddle sh- kind of like paddle uh, triggers down here and a different d-pad which is not at all shitty like this one is uh it's nice. um unfortunately it's also uh, a significant price bump 
So where you pay yeah. generally around uh, 60 bucks for one of these controllers, the regular controllers, you pay about 150 for an Xbox Elite controller. Okay. Now, I will say that there's a lot of customizability that you can do with an Xbox Elite controller. You can take out the paddles, you can put new paddles in, you can also change up any of the the thumbsticks. Uh, it's, it is really nice. I just don't know if I want, I don't know if it's $150 nice, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I d definitely understand that. But yeah, that's that's what the elite controllers are. They debuted like last year, oh, for true. coming out, and that and they're. I I played my buddy Ryan's, and it was it was a really nice controller. I couldn't have been more pleased. I just don't want to spend 150 bucks on it. Yeah, uh, and we'll have a little bit more on controllers later because they they debuted a new thing also later on that was it dealing was really with cool. controllers. That's actually yeah. kind of cool, but we will uh, we'll get to that. But, but up next was they, they went into the new like the new killer instinct which apparently has been kicking ass all over the place oh yeah oh yeah pun intended they did, they um, did debut a new character for killer yeah. instinct which was been, which is kind of cool that they've been doing the almost like smash brothers style thing of like pulling in characters from other games yeah. into into killer instinct and yeah the, so their new one is uh general rom i'm guessing is how it's pronounced general, general ram uh which was the um i believe it was a baddie from gears of war one uh, he, when you first fought him in Gears of War 1, and I don't remember if he killed him. It's been so long since Gears of War came out. But he's the new playable character, and they they debuted his uh, murder machine instincts as soon as he walked on the screen. It was pretty cool. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so... It was th that was kind of interesting to see, and that was it was just a real quick thing where they just showed off this new champion, and, and dude talked about just basically how well Killer Instinct was doing, and... yeah. And then left. <laughs> yeah, he was like in the entirety of E3, he was the first black presenter. Was he so far? Yeah. I mean, oh. aside from the journey, which was debuting a character that you're going to play, this dude was a, 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 one of the first presenters who was just a black guy. Yeah. Everybody else was either Asian or white, which I found really yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, so next came uh, Forza Horizon 3, which is actually going to come out on pc which mm -hmm. is new to me like i don't think any i don't know if any of the other forza games no exist. but this is doing the cross-platform thing like you know yes, the play anywhere so it's dropping in uh all the fun stuff what i really thought was kind of cool was the drop in drop out multiplayer for the co-op campaign like there's yeah. no waiting there's no load screens you just neatly and seamlessly join all the sessions for that i thought that was really neat I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of of racing games, but the the idea of being able to drop in drop out is always something I really like. Yeah, and it was a uh, a four player co op campaign in a driving game, which is you know also pretty freaking cool. Yeah, you don't uh, see that in racing games. Yeah, but they they basically showed these people that were like driving all kinds of crazy ass cars, and like one was driving a new Lamborghini, I think, and one was driving some crazy BMW, and then two were driving like these off road like Baja style trucks or Jeeps or whatever, like just these crazy off-road vehicles. And like they all pulled into the same co-op game and were the two guys that were driving off-road drove off-road to get to these people. And then they then they drove on this weird little course. And what was funny in the little demo is like at one point, one of the off-road guys like kind of goes over to the edge of the road and like hits this boulder or something on the side of the road just right and does a barrel roll and lands it. And then yeah. you... And then you hear someone in the crowd yell, show off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that bit. Or if I did, I don't remember it. That was that's pretty cool. Oh, it was it was really faint. Like it was nowhere near as clear as the uh the, the woman yeah, from the Bethesda yeah. one, but it was you could you could totally hear someone yell show off and 
again, no, that's, that's kind fair. of elicit a smirk from the uh, the presenters. Yeah, um, but that's scheduled actually to come out in September, which is right around the corner, September twenty seventh. Um, yeah, so if you like away. racing, if you like racing games, even if you're a PC dude, you can apparently play Forza, which is actually one of the better racing games out there. Now Forza is Forza Horizon has kind of a lesser reputation. Got yeah, two sure. different companies working on it, kind of like um the 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 teams who worked on like Infinity Ward and uh, mm-hmm. wow the other two teams I can't remember them, but it's it's got a lesser reputation. But this this demo, uh, I I'm if I were going to buy a racing game, I'd probably buy this one. Yeah, like this one actually looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. and then so following Forza, they they brought in this weird new game called Recore. Yep, and it was basically just like a little trailer. Uh, it looks like a third-person shooter-style game, and it features this chick uh, and her little army of robots. And... Jewel, Max, Seth, Duncan. Yeah. It, it kind of like a little action platformer th- third-person shooter. I kind of like that, yeah. where she she utilizes all of the uh, her little robot pets as uh, tools to get around the the yeah. area. Basically, each of the the robots has different. Uh, abilities and then i think the recore part is that yeah she can only use one at a time so she swaps the the battery pack Recoring. around or whatever and yeah now, it's, it's there <laughs> now well what i i was astonishingly hyped for after seeing the demo was final fantasy 15 they they had the battle system trailer and, and it reminded me kind of like a a combination it, of that wasn't yeah. a trailer that was live gameplay on stage yes but it, it's it felt forced like a trailer yeah like it was they basically just showed off a one of the big boss fights yeah and it, i was kind of bored by it personally like it, it's it kind of reminded me of uh, a combination of lost odyssey and shadow of the colossus yeah like so basically the reason it bored me is that 90 percent of this boss fight was this giant monstrous thing like slamming its arm down on the ground and dragging its arm along the ground and then the guy playing like the main character just basically like phasing through the arm like Mm -hmm. casting a spell that like shifts him to the side a little bit and lets him pass through walls and just timing it and phasing through the arm for like 10 minutes yeah i mean it got me interested, but I, I can see where some folks would be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be meh. Like, the game I could see as being interesting. Like, you know, the combat system is probably interesting, but, like, showing off a 10-minute boss fight where it's just repeatedly doing the same thing over and over and over again and just, you know, ticking off tiny increments of damage between each phasing between through dodges, of yeah. this, each each arm drag. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of meh you you guys could have done better with with showing this game off but i I can see where fans of final fantasy could see this and be like oh my god it it looks amazing it did look amazing and the death the death animation of the boss was really cool oh yeah but what i found interesting was that it was it it wasn't turn-based combat that's a huge departure from final fantasy games um i thought 13 team did that though like it was basically like really running around and you you had like basically timers between your attacks but it was you know for the most part you moved around and attacked shit i haven't played a game past 10 yeah and i hated 10 i hated 10 yeah but yeah the the more recent ones like they actually tried to be more almost action oriented like they evolved a little bit it's not it's no longer it's it hasn't been turn-based combat in a while because they basically I think 13 was basically a 
the best way to describe it would be like they kind of made it a single player MMO. That was the uh, oh, I take that back. They did that for 12. 12 is essentially the, yeah, it was 12 for it. It didn't feel right. I, I gave up pretty quickly on that one because it just didn't it didn't feel right. Nice. It was it was still a menu based system and it, I don't know. Anyway, they did do a uh, a quick little cut of the division expansion pack for Underground, and uh, it'll be jumping out on the twenty eighth of June, and it'll be jumping on to Xbox first. After that, it was more Battlefield One coverage. We already covered that in the yeah. EA episode, but uh, oh, the 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 interesting thing that they showed about the the division mm-hmm. um, is that. So they showed a little bit about the D- DLC, and it's basically pr- not procedurally generated, but randomly generated dungeon crawling. Yep. So we, we can get to more of that in. Uh, yeah. Ubisoft. But, but but that was the thing that they showed here was that yeah this is when the expansion is coming out June twenty eighth and this is what it's going to be which is basically dungeon crawling through you know un- the sewers and subways of the city. And it's yeah. all randomly generated, so it's different every time, and and yep. to, to in an attempt to provide more replayability, which will so. be interesting, but uh, not enough to get me to actually play the game. <laughs> uh, there was more Battlefield One content. Uh, it's going to be um, releasing on October thirteenth with EA Access on Xbox One, yeah, which it is actually still- earlier than exactly. It, yeah, it's like two it's weeks. Supposed to be, it's a week before. before it's yeah. supposed to come out in ten twenty if you don't have it. Yeah, but yeah, you get you get a week of extra if you have EA access, you uh, get it a week early, basically. Yep. Um, and then from here, they brought out a guy and they started talking about Xbox oh, Live Xbox and the, Live updates. the changes coming to Xbox Live, which are kind of significant. Yeah, it's going to be a faster, more reliable network. There's going to be all kinds of backwards compatibility. The huge debut of cross-network play which is going to be amazing uh background music is kind of cool so uh yeah. before you couldn't actually do any sort of music like you had to have pandora snapped to the side if you wanted to have any music but there'll be background music so you can load your mp3s all that fun stuff um language independence so you can choose whatever language you want without having to worry about region uh cortana is also debuting uh there's yep so and i think that's also i don't know if that was also for pc or if that's just uh uh cortana's already on windows 10 Okay. Yeah, if you just hit the Windows button, she's like, "Ask me anything." I'm like, uh, "No, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> there's no, also, I don't want to. I don't know. I'm going to hard pass. There, there's also going to be uh, the communities, which is uh, kind of cool. Basically, like uh, allowing you to find people. Uh, if you have interests in, say, uh, Battlefield, you can hook up a community in Battlefield. It's like Facebook groups. There's also going to be a looking for group on Xbox Live, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, you can, if you're looking to play Battlefield with this mode, you can set up a looking for group, and if people are grab you, go play that. Um, arena and tournament platforms. Xbox Live Arena. It's it's very similar to what EA is offering, except uh, uh, to a lesser degree. However, what is really cool is that they're also partnering with EA, and that FIFA will soon be on Arena too. Nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and it shows like it seems like the FIFA coming to Arena is might be that premium level, like that mid level, mid tier of the EA stuff that we talked about, the EA like competitive esports stuff that they're trying to do um so it's gonna be interesting to see 
how how those integrate together but they, it definitely seems like xbox is in cahoots with ea to uh to work on this stuff and get it going because a lot of people have been talking about competitive play in esports uh, absolutely i mean it's, is, it's a cool, yeah. huge industry mm-hmm. i so. mean uh, your your uh, league of legends amazingness is happening has been it's just basically kicked off all of this yeah yep it, there's there's been some good stuff lately and it's it's kind of cool um yeah. but yeah so after xbox live came for me what was kind of the most interesting thing in this press conference and you're nodding your head so i'm assuming you're kind of the same which was kind of cool it was definitely Uh, interesting they basically dropped a massive minecraft bomb and huge so there's a new minecraft update that came out now yesterday the friendly update yeah it's called the friendly update uh it's completely cross-platform now so computer users can play with xbox users can play with ios users can play with android users everyone can play on the same servers now everyone is everywhere forever and it's awesome it's really sweet and it was like oh that's that's really cool that sounds really great and then it's just like yeah it's out today and it's like holy, holy moly. Yeah. yeah um that was awesome and then this is the one that I actually want some more inf- information on because I'm curious as to how this is going to mess with private servers. But they announced the thing called Minecraft Realms, which is a hosting service through Microsoft is what it sounds like. Yep. And it, it allows you to have a permanent server that anyone can join from your like friends list or whatever. I guess, I don't know if it's if you invite or if it's just straight in minecraft now but it's, know, a, it's a persistent server that your friends can join in even when you're not there so that that implies it's a, to me it's a that persistent it is, dedicated server it's really sweet yeah but i'm curious at cost i'm curious how how people are going to compete with this when it comes to uh like the, the actual normal hosting services i mean because uh, those, those are big money right now huge and, and i'm wondering how well they will replace those hosting services couldn't tell you man all i know is that uh john carmack playing my, uh, minecraft on the gear vr was just one of the most entertaining things i've ever seen oh, that, that was well and and i get what he's saying like the i the concept of a vr version of minecraft is actually pretty cool and it's like brilliant the fact that he he basically just straight up admitted he was like you know when i wanted to get into vr minecraft was kind of my benchmark like if you can make minecraft good on vr like you can do you're, anything you're set yeah. and and i i agree with some of the stuff he was saying like he he said that basically roller coaster rides like the the minecart redstone roller coasters that people like to build are really awesome in vr and like he's just He's just John Carmack chilling on stage playing yeah. playing Minecraft in VR uh using using the Samsung Gear VR. So it's he's not even using the straight Oculus. He's nope. using a fucking Android cell phone strapped to his face yep. that uses Oculus technology, but he's using a cell phone like the, these are things that you get anyway and i think the gear vr is a hundred dollars yeah it's plus, like, I got plus it right here. like and, and on top of your cell phone like you buy your cell phone and then you pay a hundred dollars to get the gear vr set up yeah. the, like the head thing that goes with you and like 
you can play Minecraft VR already. You just Bluetooth the controller to it, and boom, sure. you're, you're done. Like sounds great. I would consider getting Gear VR just to do that because I'm thinking about it because it's probably cheaper than buying an Oculus Rift. <laughs> probably, yeah. I mean, considering it's four ninety nine for an Oculus, I thought. Or am I wrong with the price? You know what? They pushed that back the price so much. Who gives a shit anymore? Yeah, yeah who knows? Uh, the other things that they announced were uh, they're, they're doing some new texture packs for mm-hmm. people. So you can like retexture some of the blocks. And they had this really awesome cityscape pack. So they had they had like a big city with skyscrapers and stuff. And, and an alien invasion? Yeah. like So they're, they're adding add-ons for consoles. And... They did some villager updates, and one of the add-ons that they did allowed them to reskin the zombies into aliens, and had the ali- zombies able to shoot fireballs. Yep. Which is, so I mean, there was some some just crazy shenanigans going on with these add-ons, which is really cool. Um, the villagers are updated and will actually defend themselves now instead of just dying a horrible death. And they they reskin them as well to look like MIB. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty funny and it was uh, clever. Apparently, Realms is available today. Uh, or yeah, yeah. And the they said and the, yep. there's a free trial that's available today, and that they'll they'll do a uh, a more info at Minecon in September, which will be really interesting to see. Like, and what's cool about this is like this is stuff that probably would have taken Mo Yang like forever to do. Cause it was really, you know, just like a couple of people working on Minecraft sure. and like now Microsoft just like has this probably a giant office full of people just dedicated to Minecraft. Cause it's, it is a cash cow. Um, it absolutely is. And, and so it's just funny to see like how much work they've been putting in. And I don't think anyone actually expected this much out of Microsoft when it came to, I didn't came, came to this like you just thought like yeah they're just gonna sit back and chill with it and you know let it keep raking in money but like they have been working on it which is crazy that's it, been a, a hugely active development uh, also the um the add-on packs will be coming this fall oh okay that yeah the add-ons for uh the consoles mm-hmm. um so then following the giant minecraft explosion which was pretty cool they had the other thing which we're getting back to the controllers now uh you can actually order customizable xbox controllers now mm-hmm. they start at 80 dollars. i'm actually i've been playing with it on my uh, other screen too. here uh designing a crazy ass purple controller like purple and black because it looks fucking awesome um and apparently one of the things you can do with them is you can like have a message in not really engraved, but kind of engraved down at the bottom. Yeah. And I haven't seen that option yet. I'm assuming you actually have to order it and you know, whatever, but yeah, $80 and you can customize an Xbox one controller like completely, which is kind of cool. Uh, what's like, the website for that? Just there. Uh, it is, it is xbox.com slash Xbox design lab. Uh, it is available now, but the these the price points reasonable considering the original controllers are like like ten bucks less or so. Yeah, but these are for uh they're they're already going to work with the uh what is it the Xbox S 
yep. the, X, the Xbox One S. Well, everything that you have right now is going to work with the Xbox One S because it's it's just an Xbox One. Right. But this is the new controller, which is actually slightly redesigned too. Yep. All right. Next up was a game called Inside uh, by the D- the same studio brought you Limbo. Yes, and it actually looked really good, but was a little again weird. Um, was, I thought it was pretty vague, to be honest with you. I didn't oh, get much notes on it. Yeah, like it it was supposed to be vague. It was just it basically just a teaser saying like, "Hey, this game is really awesome. It's by the people who made Limbo." It's coming out June 29th. So like in a couple of weeks. Yep. It'll be and, and they're giving away Limbo for free to all Xbox One owners. So if you have an Xbox One and you have for some reason not played Limbo, go, go do it. Do it. <laughs> like why you, I mean, finish this episode, then go play Limbo. Good. You got it right this time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. After that was I think uh probably both of our favorite games of uh, the xbox microsoft's conference no i don't i don't i don't know uh we happy few yeah they they had a few things in there they they started talking about uh id at xbox which is the their indie developer platform for xbox live and whatnot and uh then they also mentioned a new feature called xbox game preview which is basically their version of steam Greenlight, and so they started talking about I think the a game that's going to use uh used uh game preview is that, that's what it kind of sounded like which is this game called We Happy Few which was really weird. Oh god, yes. So it's in this weird the trailer like it's this weird alternate reality thing where where this guy was like basically censoring newspapers yep. and refuses to take this happiness drug called joy, joy. and then gets invited to a party because there's a pinata and like no one knows how pinatas work, which is really funny because the pinata is just like sitting on a table and they're beating well, the shit out of it with sticks. Well, there's a reason for that. It's yes. Not yes. It wasn't really a pinata. Uh, a fucking rat. Yeah. And then, and then you see that the dude's been having like basically is everyone's hallucinating because of the drugs. And then he is dubbed a downer because he's off his medication. And yeah. then he has like, you know, this, running away i am neo uh moment where he's like trying to break out of the matrix and like you know some guards are hunting him down because he's a downer and i don't know it it looks like it could be good like it definitely has me interested just because it's such a crazy setting and like i want to i want to see more but from from what i understood of doing a little bit of research aside from that apparently it's procedurally generated and every every game is new I'm not sure if it's going to be similar to what what's going on in the trailer where you're this gentleman coming out of the if the if it party. is it kind of reminds me of uh sir you are being hunted oh it's a very good game yeah but but like that's what it reminds me of is it's it's yeah. a, but that if that's the start of the game and then you're just running from there it it is essentially sir you are being hunted yeah except yeah, who knows if you have weapons or not. <laughs> oh, it looked like he picked up a pipe in order to start attacking back, but yeah. uh, he he died. Anyway, yeah. uh, after that was the... If you're familiar with Witcher, you're familiar with Gwent. And the uh, the folks at, the, at uh, CD Projekt Red listened, and apparently they saw that everybody was playing Gwent like 
probably about 40% of the time they were playing the game, they were playing Gwent. So they're going to bring out the Gwent standalone card game. Uh, and people wanted them to make a Gwent, a standalone Gwent game. And so they were like, we, okay. they, also, they also saw their players were creating their own card decks and playing Gwent on their own. Yep. And so they were just like, hey, we, we got something here. And they just kind of shrugged and said, okay, and started working on it. And uh, so it's going to be cross-platform again. And it's, it's you know, I think it's going to be iOS, Android, uh, Xbox, PC. Uh, Everything. It has a single-player campaign, which is kind of interesting when it comes to card games. Um, yep. And it's supposed to come out in September. And you can go to playgwent.com and sign up for the beta if you're interested in. Yeah, you, it, it's a closed sure. beta, so you check your email. Make sure to keep an eye on that. Uh, what really, really made me just weep with joy is the next uh, the next trailer came out, which was for Tekken Seven. Uh, I've I've been a huge fan of Tekken since I first got a PlayStation back when I was a kid. Yeah. And what was really cool about this trailer is that it hints at a game that never got made which is kind of funny mm -hmm. uh but the trailer was akuma of street fighter fame yeah versus Hihachi of of tekken fame and which... it was like a crazy fight between akuma and Hihachi, which was really cool um but the the reason that's that's interesting is like so they did tekken versus street fighter a while ago uh, where they imported a bunch of the Tekken fighters into the Street Fighter engine, Street yep. Fighter 4 engine, and they had this game. They were supposed to do a second game that was called Street Fighter versus Tekken that was importing all of the Street Fighter 4 fighters into the Tekken engine and having that game and that uh, has not materialized yet, which is a shame because I would rather play that game because I like Tekken's mechanics more than Street Fighter's. Definitely. What I found interesting as well was that there's it's a full story mode, obviously. Yeah. But they kind of with the trailer, what they did was they they kind of uh, had the 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 whole you know posturing from the the fight itself right before the fight, and then they dropped immediately into the gameplay. Like there was it was seamless. Like you didn't really notice until it said fight, and then everything, all the the the, the HUD UI came up and you started fighting, and then it dropped right back into the trailer after the fight was over. Yeah, and. uh it's it's due out in early 2017, so that'll be interesting to see how well they stick to that timeline. Um, and, and then they also are doing a giveaway. So if you have yeah. Xbox Live Gold, you get Tekken Tag Tournament 2 for free. So go download it. Yeah, go play. It's fun. I mean, it, I, I'm a huge fan of Tekken, so Tekken Tag Tournament was a lot of fun too. So go grab it. It's free. Why would you not? Yeah, it's, it is a very, very... It's a very good fighting game, and it's free, so... Go play it. Not, not right now. Finish the yeah. cast first. Um, and then you got even more joy out I of the did. next trailer. Did. My favorite character from my one of my all-time favorite franchises, Dead Rising. Dead Rising 4, Frank West is back. Had a great uh, holiday trailer, Christmas music, Frank West taking a selfie with a zombie. Uh, holiday 2016 is when Dead Rising 4 will be out. There was no details beyond that, but I'm pretty yeah. excited. It was basically yeah, a trailer and a holiday 2016 release date, and that was it. Yep. Um, and then after this, they uh, they launched into like they brought out the Microsoft Studios Publishing Group, 
and they they bragged about some of the stuff that they're that they are have that was already mentioned in the show so they talked about recore and killer instinct and gears of war 4 and forza and then they started getting into new games that are coming out soon uh the first of these was one called scalebound which was a really interesting trailer slash uh gameplay demo that they did uh and basically they showed again showed a giant boss fight but this game it's a a third person action slash shooter game and you have a dragon you can ride around on and they fought this giant weird crab slash scorpion boss thing and it was it was pretty crazy it it looked just uh it looked like it, it was a a dragon-based adult-oriented Power Rangers because he shifted in and out of his suit like or, or a dragon form every time. Yeah. A really cool, huge boss battle. And the best part was it is four-player co-op. Yes. Um, the weird part to me, though, was like during the boss fight, and I don't know whether this was supposed to be representative of in, in-game communication, but like the main character's voice was basically telling you how to beat the boss yep. through in-game dialogue which was like that's it's like it was like oh i see a weak spot and it like focuses in on this like giant red thing on the on the boss's arm and it's like yeah no no shit that's a weak spot and then yeah, it's like I mean, we've it's played like, games before yeah it's like look out his he, you know he's gonna smash the ground and his like arms are up in the air like he, he's they're break they're coming downward and you're just like I, I'm not for. I'm I'm wondering if it was more for the trailer or if it was just because he might be, you know, playing with remedial players. Yeah, I I, I don't know. <laughs> but it was just it's like go for the heart and like the heart is you know there's this big animation where like the back of the you know the the chitinous armor of the you know chitinous armor of the the scorpion gets ripped off and its heart is exposed and you know there's this big animation showing this and then the guy's like you know go for the heart and you're like really no is that you're fucking kidding me is that not what your animation just showed me to do like i don't know it was that it just made me roll my eyes multiple times during that trailer it's just like come on dude your game looks cool but like i don't need you holding my hand like a kid like yeah all right enough hand-holding yeah, I think what you were the most hyped for is the next one. So yes, get away. And this game was crazy because it like kind of comes out of nowhere. There's a game that they showed a trailer for and then showed off a gameplay trailer. And the original trailer like looked pretty cool. And it's this game called Sea of Thieves, and it's like it looks a lot like Fable. Mm-hmm. It's it's this cartoony piratey thing. And, you know, you're, they're sailing around on ships and people running all over the place and climbing up the mast and, and firing cannons and doing all this crazy stuff. And then you find out it's made by Rare. And that's like, okay, you, you've got me super interested now. Like, I, I'll play a new game from Rare that's up made by pirates like it's a pirate game made by rare let's let's do this uh it's first person uh, this is what we found out in the gameplay demo which is where it goes from just be like okay i'm interested to holy crap i want to play the shit out of this game absolutely uh so it's a first person game it is m- completely multiplayer yep like 
I don't know if you could do the game single player because I don't think you could man all of the portions of the ship. Unless there's AI, there's no way you could do the single player. Because yeah. like it is crew-based sailing. So people raising and lowering sails, someone steering the ship. There was even jokes about the fact that the guy steering the ship couldn't see where they're going because of the sails. So someone yep. had to stand up on the front of the ship and tell them which way to turn. And they're like talking about like, no, you're not going to fit through these rocks. Like you're going to, you're totally going to crash and we're all going to die. And like, it was, it was great. Like at one point, I think they even go like, uh, you know, Hey, where we hit and someone runs down below deck and like, you know, they're it's like chest high water under the deck. And he's like, Oh shit, we're sinking. And like, <laughs> we're going to drown. Yeah, and, and, and it was totally like, it was them inviting a bunch of players to their studio to play a, a demo like a beta yeah, yeah and it's it's open world it's again i think procedurally generated randomly generated stuff uh there are it is basically an mmo because you can run into other player crews they in fact in the during the trailer the gameplay trailer they had three player crews that they had invited out and the player crews are fighting each other hence where the, you got where they were where they hit where are we hit and we're taking on water yeah. it was one of the player crews fighting the other player crew yeah but there's there's ship battles in the game there are towns so it's not just all boat boat based like you can go back to town and run around and you know drink in the bar and stuff like that but like but but it looks really cool and there's absolutely no information on a release date uh there's no beta no beta sign up yet uh i i am super looking forward to this and if i kind of hope it this is one game where I hope it hits a steam green light so I can like buy the shit out of it you. or the, whatever that, that new, what is it? Um, uh, the game preview. Xbox preview. Yeah. Xbox game preview or whatever. So I can, I can buy that. The, however, the biggest takeaway I had from sea of thieves was that the presenter was wearing a Goonies shirt. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the presenter was wearing a Goonie shirt, but Oh man, that game looks so good. And I can't wait. It really does really does we're almost done man we yeah, got uh, only a few more things to go um but I, I i talked about i gushed about the original of this game and how the trailer made me so hype yeah. state of decay 2 is coming out if you haven't played state of decay please do it is awesome it is a post-apocalyptic zombie survival horror game and you build settlements you you scavenge you go around the city saving people the only thing that State of Decay missing was missing was co-op, and State of Decay Two trailer was co-op heavy. It's all co-op. Oh co yes, fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited because my buddy Ben and I would always would would play State of Decay, and we're sitting there like, oh, this is this we did this today, we did this today, but I couldn't play with you, and it sucked, and now I can play with my buddy. It's gonna be great. I'm so excited. <laughs> nice yeah like it was it was pretty cool shit like it, it actually looks good and i've i played a little bit of state of decay i i it's on my list of stuff to play more of but man i'm i'm just man get hype get hype now get hype I'm, i am i'm hype on sea of thieves <sighs> i'm disappointed <laughs> anyway um next up was a a vague trailer for Halo Wars 2 and a release date of February 21st of 2017. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't that vague. Like they they showed off some good stuff. Uh but yeah, it's it is if you don't know Halo Wars is a RTS based on Halo. 
I must have not given a shit. Yeah, you, you probably didn't. But yeah, it's, it's an RTS based on Halo. The first one came out like seven years ago. And they people have been wanting a, a sequel to it. So they're finally making one. And, you know, for, for a console RTS, it was supposedly very, very good. But, you know, that's because it's a console RTS. Much like Halo is a console first-person shooter. Yeah. Um, I imagine but, it'll be cross-platform like everything else in this freaking... Uh, maybe uh if if you are interested apparently they are doing a week-long beta on uh the xbox one so you can go check it out if you want i think have fun enjoy yeah and then lastly the giant vegas fuck we're not even going to actually explain what this is like I, literally my two comments are on project scorpio were vegas fuck and what the fuck is this? Because they never said what it was. They just said, and Project Scorpio will be coming soon, and it's our vision of the future of, of console gaming. Well, they, they they flat told you it'll be compatible with the Xbox One, Xbox One S. All of the games that you play will be playable on the X, uh, on Project Scorpio. Uh, yeah. If they heavily implied it was a next-gen console, it had a six-teraflops uh, processor. They said that multiple times. That was talking about the Xbox One S. That was talking about Project Scorpio. All of that information followed a picture of the Xbox One S and talking about the Xbox One S. Like, this is why it was Vegas shit. Project Scorpio is this. Yeah, I don't know. It it was, they did a shitty job presenting this. Yeah, that's fair because we were apparently very confused. I'm pretty sure they were talking about Project Scorpio. I'm pretty sure they are too, but I'm pretty sure all of that information was about the Xbox One S and its new GPU and new CPU. Mm, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll have to rewatch it. Anyway. You uh, be the judge. You tell us. You tell us what it is. Yeah, email us at podcast.littlecartgaming.com. Comment to us on facebook.com slash littlecartgaming. Ping us uh, on Twitter. Tweet us at at littlecart or at Paul Cluel. I don't th- do we have anything else from this? Nope. That that is it for Microsoft. We All will right. see you soon with Ubisoft. Yes. Just do us a favor and leave a review. Can be yeah. it doesn't have to be a five star, just you know, give us reviews. Just do the thing. Anyway, you <laughs> should smooth jazz play out. Bloop. You listen to the stinger. Yay.